3: Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here. We're live. This is Bill Bunkley's Show. Phone line is open 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, it's official, and that is that uh, by way of a video this morning, Joe Biden, for try number three, he's run for president two other times, and to come up short, will three be a charm? Well, we'll have to wait and see, but he made his announcement uh, today and uh, he is in and um interesting that he did it by way of um of a video and when i think about uh, other presidents uh, they've uh, picked a particular spot to make their announcement for for president and uh, each one of them uh, was using that particular spot for a reason but uh mr biden uh, decided to do it by video and uh i don't put much much stock in it but uh Uh, A a poll that came out uh, today as well says that uh, Mr. Biden has an eight-point lead over President Trump. Now, uh, that and a dime uh, won't get you a Starbucks coffee at all. Uh, And I want to remind you that it doesn't take uh, us to go far back in our mental history of how many um, of the polls have been wrong in the last three or four years, and remember that the way that they wait these polls, I got to tell you that uh, they'll either do an honest waiting or they can wait these things to make sure that a particular candidate comes out on top. So, But with that, Mr. Biden, this would be his third opportunity to uh, try to gain the presidency. This one, he's uh, under a little bit of a cloud, but it's interesting to me that um, how the left has uh, given Mr. Biden a free pass about um, what are video um, evidence of um, his uh, invading the personal space of uh, various females. Uh, And yet, um, Judge Kavanaugh, uh, when uh, an allegation erupted where there was very little facts, very little background on it, um, how he has been vilified. And so as we move forward, that's what we're going to be keeping an eye on as well to see how all of this plays out. He, um, he being Mr. Biden, in his um, video uh, reference back to Charlottesville, Virginia, and uh, the horrible uh, situation that happened there, and talked about uh, a quote by President Trump, uh, of course, this is where a lot of the white supremacy um, allegations uh, were brought up once again, but um, it, it just shows that um, as he's speaking about President Trump, President Trump said, well, you know, there's good people on both sides of that issue. And so he's right out of the um, the gate here uh, talking about uh, the president, some of his rhetoric. So We'll keep an eye on that, Uh, but now, by the way, uh, what's that, 19 or 20 Democratic candidates uh, who are lining up to um, uh, hopefully be the Democratic nominee to then take on uh, President Trump. So, uh, as we are now at least seeing who are the top two or three, and uh, Mr. Biden says that uh, we are all in a battle for the soul of this nation, I've got to agree with him. Now, my preference is the soul of the nation is the very proposals that um, President Donald Trump has brought forward, and uh, the Democratic or the left view of the soul of the nation is uh, certainly a view of America that uh, takes a a hard turn from who we have been Uh, when you're talking about uh, socialism. You're talking about um, traditional faith-based organizations that have been helping in in the area of foster care. More and more of the ultra-liberal states uh, either saying, hey, uh, you're going to deal with uh, all these new hybrids of sexuality or you're not going to be able to help some of these kids. And um, so he's right. Uh, Things that we're seeing out in the culture today, from those on the left, at least from this host's point of view, that is something that uh, I certainly believe that we are in, in, a, in a fight for the soul of the nation, but I certainly would not be following the pathway uh, or the suggestions from uh, Mr. Biden. Now, uh, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673 give you an update um on some of the things that are happening in the legislature today uh over the last 24 hours and uh it's becoming very very interesting to see what's moving um i'll give you just a list of bills here real quick that uh, i'll give some quick commenting on um constitutional amendment four which was the auto, automatic restoration of voting rights to felons, the House has passed out the bill that basically says that all restitution and all court costs have to be uh, paid off by a felon before he can qualify to vote, he or she. Of course, the, the, the back row of the House was certainly uh, up in arms, and those are the Democrats who uh, this is not what they believe the amendment called for, but uh I wholeheartedly agree with the with Republicans on this because uh if you look at the background, even with the testimony that was made before the Florida Supreme Court when they have their hearing on constitutional amendments uh, about uh whether they are single subject uh and those type of things, it was discussed then that uh and it was also part of the deal that it could very well be that uh, to get their voting rights restored, they were going to have to take care of all of their financial obligations. Right now, there's many people who uh, have had a sudden sudden, sudden claim of amnesia, not remembering that's part of the deal. So, And, again, all this is uh, a fight for votes uh, for the 2020 election, and so this is going to be hand-to-hand combat on these type of issues from here on out. Um Going to have some increased uh, state assistance as it comes to Alzheimer's. That is House Bill 449, uh, voted out of the House as well. And on uh, House Bill 527, uh, the federal immigration enforcement uh, sanctuary cities prohibition uh, is uh, passing out of the House as well. I suggest that that's probably going to be um, uh, uh, accepted by both the House and the Senate led by the Republicans, and so we'll be watching that as well. Um, We reported yesterday that um, Senate Bill 426 to assist firefighters in several uh, categories of cancer uh, is going to be signed by the governor, and uh, I just never realized that two out of three firefighters who are among uh, our community every day will be suffering from cancer due to uh, all the fires and the hazardous areas that they go into two or two to three of those firefighters uh, are going to have issues with cancer later on in life that's senate bill 7068 uh, in the senate um, that is the bill to extend the sun Coast parkway all the way to georgia uh, being shepherd through the process by um, former Senate President Tom Lee of brandon Valico, That bill uh, gained approval to take the next step, and that is the feasibility studies and the promises and pledges that they will be talking to folks in the environmental community about that. Um, very comprehensive K-2 education package, uh, Senate Bill 770, uh, 7070, And that is a bill that's uh, also going to be providing for a new area of uh, vouchers for kids. Um, And uh, right now the state budget appropriations uh, are moving along pretty well, back and forth. And we'll watch uh, how the various uh, committees are going to be voting for that. Now, one other thing that I wanted to share with you is the uh, topic of gambling in the Florida House and the Florida Senate but more importantly, uh, with the governor. And that's because uh, the governor is reviewing uh, a proposal uh, that was given to him a couple of days ago on the um, situation with the Florida Seminoles. And Dora Cam is reporting that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis and his staff were continuing to scrutinize um, this proposed gambling agreement uh, with the Seminole tribe But the odds of closing out what some lawmakers have called a three-dimensional game of chess, close quote, grow dimmer as the clock winds down on the session. Uh, Senator Wilton Simpson of Trilby and members of the tribe have reached a tentative deal, and uh, both uh, the governor and the speaker received an outline of that deal known as a compact. They got that on Tuesday. But... um, the governor has confirmed that the that the proposal would open the door to sports betting in Florida. How it would work is it would allow the tribe to serve as a quote unquote hub for sports betting, at the state's paramutuals and at professional sports arenas. And um, Simpson, uh, and I don't I'm not real happy about this particular situation, but Senator Simpson has hoped to sidestep a constitutional amendment approved last November that requires statewide votes on proposals for casino-style gambling. Um, But voter approval is not required for gambling on tribal lands, which is regulated under federal law. So if they're going to be operating out of parimutuel sites and sports venues, that is not on federal tribal lands or the Seminole Reservation lands, and so I would say that th- this should be very heavily challenged if, um, if the hubs are not going to operate on Seminole Indian property, then um, I think this has to go before the voters if they're going to be using paramutual sites or, for instance, coming to Raymond James Stadium or Tropicana Field to uh, be able to have a uh, kiosk or whatever for the betting. So, um, but the governor is concerned that um, there's a lot, of lot of uh, unknowns, uh, you know, who can, uh, the whole idea about uh, where you're going to be uh, placing this sports bet, um, you have a bunch of paramutuals that are always part of the situation with the, uh, giving the, the Seminoles exclusive gambling rights, so. Uh, I think it's getting more and more questionable whether this is going to be able to be uh, closed out uh, before the um, end of session next week. Our phone lines are open at 877 943 9673. That's 877 943 9673. Well, let me ask you a question Do you feel stressed? Do you feel more stressed this year than last year or the year before? Well, I'm going to talk about uh, a new survey. Americans are indeed more stressed than ever before. And we'll see if that's part of, um, part of where you're at. And we also have, uh, in the next hour, a Barna Group survey. Pastors are being pressured to be silent. And by others, they've been pressured to speak out from the pulpit on social issues. We'll take a look at that survey coming up next to the Bill Bunkley Show. Again, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away because we're going to talk about you being overstressed.
2: Breakthrough, starring Chrissy Metz. Boys, get off the ice! He's been underwater 15 minutes. The odds were against her son. He's had no pulse for over an hour. Until his mother's prayer.
4: Please, Sander, Holy Spirit, to save my son.
2: Proved the impossible.
5: We've got a pulse
2: now. I don't believe John will survive the night. Discover the incredible true story.
5: You don't know my son.
2: Of an extraordinary miracle.
5: He is a fighter.
2: Breakthrough. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. For tickets, go to BreakthroughMovie.com.
5: Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813 533 3000 at Family Focus Insurance Solutions we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect call Family Focus Insurance today at 813533
6: If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose.
7: Join Dennis Prager on the Stand with Israel tour. Book today at 800-247-1899. 800-247-1899. Or click on the Stand with Israel banner at Let's Talk Faith.com.
3: And we're back. Bill Bunkley here with Bill Bunkley Show. We're live 877-943-9673, 877 877- Nine four Let's have a heart-to-heart talk. Let's have a little discussion here. How stressed out are you right this very moment? Do you feel overwhelmed at times with all the things you have to keep up with? Do you have business email accounts? Do you have private email accounts? Uh, Do you have to keep up with uh, social media? Um, Do you feel you might have become addicted to, say, Facebook or Instagram? Well, there's a new um, poll that is out, and it's from the Gallup organization, and Julie Ray with Gallup is commenting on it. The headline is, American Stress... Comma, worry and anger intensified in 2018. We touched on this yesterday, but just thinking about worry and anger. Sometimes we just have ourselves so overscheduled with too complex of a life that we end up worrying about a lot of things that just never come to pass. And how about anger? Anger is usually caused by something that you want to do or achieve, and it's just blocked. Something gets in the way of where you want to be and where you want to go, and Oftentimes, it's anger. We can see this all the time out in traffic. Road rage. And people just, you know, uh, I I don't know how this guy pulled in front of me yesterday and didn't hit me. I mean, we were on the interstate, and um, I was in the center lane. There was a car in the next lane over to the right. This guy... uh, just absolutely came speeding up behind the car on the right and there was only about maybe a car or a car length in between myself and my lane and the car was ahead of me and this guy just 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 pulled over to where I had to hit the brakes and uh, just 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 kept on going. Americans are among the most stressed in the entire world, according to Gallup. We may have a a great economy, things may be going at a great pace, but last year in the assessment, we are not living a productive life in the area of lifestyle. The survey asked about how someone felt about the previous day, this was for, for last year, The majority of Americans, 55% in 2018, said they had experienced stress during a lot of the day. Nearly half, 45%, said they felt worried a lot. And more than one in five said they felt anger a lot. And so, the question is, Is it or is it not worth it? When was the last time you did an evaluation of what you do in a given day? How much downtime do you allow yourself every day? (coughs) Excuse me. I'm reminded of the hamster or the guinea pig. Or mice. You know, you you have the kids, and they wanted to have a, a guinea pig or a mouse, so you buy the cage, and inside that cage is this little circular runway. And if you ever have seen the mice or the hamsters get into this, man, they just they get in there, and, man, it's run, 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 run. I mean, that thing is just spinning like no tomorrow. But they're not smart enough to realize that they're not getting anywhere. Now, hey, it's great. you got to have that because, you know, these animals, uh, good for them to get some exercise. But have you ever pictured yourself as a hamster in a hamster cage jumping on this circular wheel? And you're going, 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 and you're not getting anywhere. What are the things that you are doing in your life now where if you were to sit back and, and give it a fair assessment it's not taking you where you want to go how you want to go and man you're just working hard, hard, hard but you're not getting anywhere. And if you ever really wanted to get serious if you kept if you kept a chart for one day with what you did throughout that day in in a matter of minutes increment. You know, if you're at, at work, you know you've got eight hours or less the breaks and the lunch. And then uh, how long are you on your emails? How long are you on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Uh, how often? How often do you have to read your Facebook and Instagram? For you see there's all of the quote unquote new and modern lifestyle changes and we end up we end up just stressing ourselves out, getting angry, and we never take a personal assessment to say, you know what, that's not the way to live life. And oh, by the way, by the time your life is over on this planet, Christian, Buddhist, atheist, agnostic, whatever, you're not going to be able to take anything physical along with you other than what might be tossed into your casket. You know, by the way, when you head out to Garden of Memories or the cemetery, the Brinks truck is not going to be following you to the afterlife. Now I know the Egyptians and other cultures they they believed in doing these big monuments and putting your, ser- you know, killing your servants and putting them in with you and all the other things. But um, I challenge you. I challenge you to improve your lifestyle. To do a do a daily assessment of what and how you're doing it. And I guarantee you, you can make some make some adjustments. Make some adjustments to give you a better quality of life. How about you? Are you overstressed? Give me a call. 877- 943-9673. like to hear from you on how you manage your personal life. How you keep it together. And do you just feel haggard after every day? I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back.
8: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 21 Democrats are now vying for the White House. Former Vice President Joe Biden, as expected, entered the race today. Eleven firefighters and three police officers among 37 people hospitalized due to an ammonia leak in a northern Chicago suburb. A chemical leaked from a container being hauled behind a tractor in Beach Park this morning. The Lake County Sheriff's Office says seven of those hospitalized are in critical but stable condition. A new poll finds that about two-thirds of Americans believe drug companies are to blame for the opioid crisis. But many, nearly as many, hold drug users themselves responsible. The Associated Press, NORC Center for Public Affairs research poll showed many people also fault doctors who prescribed opioid pain pills. And Sri Lankan authorities revising the death toll from the bombings now at 253. This is SRN News.
0: Travel Cats has put together an incredible Mediterranean adventure just for you. Explore the same streets in Greece and Turkey the Apostle Paul walked as he spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or sail the Mediterranean surrounding the Greek islands in Turkey. These are the most sought-after journeys in the eastern Mediterranean. Book with Travel Cats at 352-277-7300. Or go to TravelCats.com. That's 352-277-7300. Or book today at TravelCats.com. That's Cats with a K. TravelCats.com.
10: Across America, it's snoring season. Right now, 90 million Americans make this sound every night. Snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's Mute, an ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. Put snoring season to bed, America. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information go to MuteSnoring.com Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Sunday mornings at 730. Don't miss The Crucified Message with
7: Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 730 on faith talk am 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com
0: chances are there'll never be an emergency ever again but just in case let's talk about a plan okay who is going to grab the go bag
6: what's a go bag it is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really really need in an emergency guess we won't have to worry about it
0: then well this is great (laughs) i am so glad that we don't have a plan i know Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
3: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. We're live. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Talking about how wound up we are as Americans. Americans are the most stressed people group on the face of the globe. And you know what? It's caused by things that we can we can regulate. It, it is it is caused by things that we can make adjustments in. And one of the big questions is, how many hours of sleep do you get a night? Do you get eight hours of sleep a night? Or, because you know you can, you function off four or five hours, and the rest is, there's no downtime, you're busy. 877 943 we have uh, my next caller is from here in Florida and wishes to remain anonymous and kind of share a little bit about uh, this thing we wrestle with every day. Uh, glad to have you with us today on the Bill Bunkley Show.
11: Well, thank you, first of all, Bill. I think you're doing a wonderful job, and it's wonderful that we have one vein that's available for communicating intelligently. Uh, well, thank you Now, for that. first of all, I just want to share – uh, this was something I didn't ask for, nor, um, but it goes along with the stress. There's different levels of stress, psychosocial, dysfunctional, different uh, different levels. Yes. But my husband and my brother just recently died due to a drug-addicted woman that was driving a vehicle. We were par- parked. So I was in the vehicle also, and I survived. Mm. Praise God, I survived. What what happened was we were at a stop sign waiting to go down the road so we could have breakfast after going to church. And there was a stop sign and a red light, and my husband was stopped appropriately at that. And then all of a sudden, just like a bomb exploded on us, we had impact right away. I was lucid for a little while. And then we all were taken to the hospital. Then I went unconscious. And the woman and both vehicles were totaled. She was uninsured. She had no insurance on Mm. herself. Mm. She was in transit. Uh, She didn't have uh, permanent housing. I think she was living with someone. And then the vehicle she was driving did not have insurance as well. Mm. In her car were... Lots of drug paraphernalia, needles, heroin, crack, cocaine, alcohol, everything in the car. She survived, and you know, was checked checked out at the hospital, brought to jail, and a short interim later, as Christmas came along, it was December twenty second. She was uh, bailed out of jail. Mm -hmm. And after that, she had another infraction, infraction of some kind. And then what happened was she went back to jail, then she was released again with ankle bracelets. She cut the ankle bracelets off and then went back to jail. So that's a little of the history of that. She's presently in jail awaiting trial. Okay, my point and your point is talking about stress. Yes, there is stress in our society. We have uh, a tremendous buildup of vehicles on the road today. And we have people that are drug addicted, playing with their cell phones, doing all kinds of things in the vehicle as they're driving. And then we have agitated drivers who are passing on their levels of anger and stress. Yes. We, we have a society Is that presently our American society is going more subhuman? It's, not, it's, it's being more subhuman in many ways, and it's very tragic because the American people have always been good-hearted people. But we're getting it from the examples of the higher up. When you hear people slandering each other and you hear some woman that's supposed to be a congresswoman telling the people, go and beat them up because they're this political type. Yeah. So if you see them in a restaurant, beat them. And, if, and then another man says, if you see them, kick them down. I mean, it is horrendous. That That is insanity. What kind of leadership is that? That's leadership. That is not leadership. So we're lacking leadership, for one thing, quality leadership. We do have leadership with President Trump because he's sincere and he is trying to change things. But our we have what you call now an economy that is what you call being sabotaged. We have covert actors coming from all over the world into our country and reducing the quality of our lives. And that's the the tragedy of it because there's criminal behavior rampantly coming from the cartels. There's cartels from all over the world that are passing these drugs. And if the the young people are ingesting all these drugs and their minds are becoming not correctly thinking, they're not thinking normally. When they're on drugs like i, I told a, a little child one time that was taking some drugs that uh, they a chi- i consider a child up to 18. so i was telling a child i said if you take drugs do you realize you're giving yourself a long-term illness if you take the street drug and you can have a chance of killing yourself fentanyl they're passing around a lot of fentanyl yes, they're passing a lot of uh opioids they're doing everything in our society to make it less compatible with human, human uh, inner peace.
3: Well, I would say, yes, I I would say that you're absolutely correct. And a couple of things here, when we're talking about the stress levels, uh, I'm glad that you brought it up because you brought up the fact of the increasing abuse of drugs. Part of the, you know, you've got the illegal drug trade. Part of it is strictly for the pleasure. But alcohol's been this agent for decades and decades, uh, more than that, hundreds of years. But you've got uh, alcohol and you've got drugs, and when you are uh, have yourself doing more than you should in a given day, then you end up medicating yourself to try and get through the day. Uh, you know, the the example I think of is uh, the folks that uh, you know work on Wall Street. Very high-stress situation, daily, potentially, you know, thousands, if not millions of dollars at stake with what they do. And when they get off work, they head to the local uh, watering hole, and it's not your one glass of wine a day that uh, some research has uh, indicated that could be helpful to you, uh, healthful for you. It it is a situation where people are having a four, five, or six or more drinks a night. They turn into alcoholics. And, uh, but let me say this. I, I want to just give my heart out to you for the loss of uh, your husband and your brother. And um, I know it's very frustrating when you, uh, based on your, your um, assessment of what you've learned about the, uh, the woman who caused the accident, that you have uh, not only at the moment that it happened, but also ongoing, you know, pretty gross irresponsibility, and um, it reminds us that life is not fair, but I'm just glad that you have uh, your faith and uh, your foundation uh, in in the Lord, and uh, you know that one day you're going to be reunited with both of those, but uh, all we have to do is look around and we can just see an overstressed, angry, worried culture that we live in. And uh, one thing I'd like to just add to that is, um, you know, we talk about it from time to time about how the the latest generation, they've never been tested. They've never been tried. They never lived through a world war. But um, it's just what happens to human beings because if you go back and if you do a a detailed study of uh, the nation of Israel, uh, here we have uh, the same generation, the same generation that saw uh, the, the miracles that took place in Egypt prior to uh, Pharaoh uh, releasing them, uh, and, and of course to, to, to be able to see all of that and to see the, the fire and the pillar that was leading them, but yet even that same generation, man, they're into perverted things as far as sex was concerned. Uh, They've got, uh, you know, they've molded down all of their gold into a golden calf while Moses is up up on a mountainside. And then you see so much about this generation didn't remember what the previous generation went through. And so that's what we're seeing right now. And uh, because of all of the, the pleasure items that we have around us that help us get through these overstressed days, we have... Especially our younger folks, they have become so excessively narcissistic and self-centered, and uh, really is something for those of us to be concerned. As uh, you know, I'm on the back end of the baby boomer generation, but as we get closer and closer to, um, you know, the golden years, and then where we're going to have increased uh, medical challenges as those years get along and. Tell you what, you know, you can really see how this thing is shaping up. There will be very little uh, sympathy um, by the younger generation for the older generation. So anyway, thanks for uh, a very insightful call this afternoon and uh, appreciate you being part of our program. Well, when we come back in a moment, um, I want to talk about what's happening on our border. And I want to plant this seed with you. By the way, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. We'll be glad to talk about um, stress and worry getting worse each year. Or we'll take your call about the Department of Homeland Security. Think about this. 1,400 illegal aliens who have been apprehended at the border because the organized syndicated effort to march literally thousands in convoys coming up from Guatemala down south through Mexico to the border their strategy is actually working because each day think about it 1,400 border crossers are released into the United States. I mean, released, not in, not in the DHS processing centers. They are released. Between April 18th and April 22nd, according to Breitbart, Department of Homeland Security released about 7,000 border crossers that includes illegal aliens into the country. So let me ask you a question. The left has been very encouraged about getting as many people to rush the border and to be, you know, catch and release into the country. How long, or have we already exceeded it? How long can we afford to let this continue? We've got a huge, huge, huge deficit. We've got Social Security and Medicare in just a few short years are going to be out of money. Am I the only one that thinks that this is insane, that we we cannot do what's necessary to protect our borders, do what we know we can do to have organized immigration for folks that want to come here? We'll talk about that next, but we'll also take your call at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Is the next election in 2020 going to be about issues, or is it just going to be about Trump? I'm Bill Bunkley. Take your calls next, 877-943-9673.
12: The Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Council and Pray Tampa Bay invite you to the annual Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch Thursday, May 2nd at Armature Works in Tampa. This year's keynote speaker, Phil Cook, an internationally known author, speaker, and media producer, has a passion to see the church thrive in today's ever-changing world. Join us at the Tampa Bay National Day of Prayer Brunch May 2nd at Armature Works. Reserve your seats today at tampaprayerbrunch.com. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? Well, first, lighten the load. Get in touch with Salem Surround. We take the mysteries of digital marketing off your shoulders and deliver customers so you can run your business. To compete in today's business world, you must utilize every digital marketing tool possible. But who has the time to research, learn, and access all the options? Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. It's easy, and there's no heavy lifting. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility. And revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundTampa.com. SurroundTampa.com. Connecting you with new customers.
10: Oh, wow! It can't be. Oh, yes,
13: yes, yes! Oh, where have you been? If you snore, the first time you use Mute can be quite an experience. <laughs> I can breathe! I can breathe! Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. <laughs> Thanks to Mute, you get all the air you need through your nose and not your mouth, which means less snoring and more chance of sleep.
10: Oh, that's the best night I've had in years. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To find your local store or for more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better.
14: There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, Enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's one 1-800- 800
15: On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus
14: another
1: look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden weeknights at 630 on Faith Talk 570, 910 and FM 102.1.
3: back. Bill Bunkley live. Our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Let me give you a couple of numbers here. Because I think sometimes since we don't see the local impact, we don't get what's going on at the southern border. Breitbart is reporting just in the past five days. Now, you can do the math if 1,400 individuals are being released. These are folks that have not come to this country legally. They are illegal aliens. That's, that's what the law describes them at, not as the new progressive um, definitions. But just think about this. In the last five days, El Paso, Texas... And what happens is, is that uh, DHS will put these individuals on buses. And in El Paso, Texas, in the last five days, these buses will roll into the center of these towns. And they'll just basically open the doors of the bus, and these folks are on their own. Think of this, El Paso, Texas, 28 2,800 illegal aliens. Some, no criminal record whatsoever, but some may have some serious things going on that weren't detected in the screening. Well, let's take Temple Terrace. Imagine those who may be listening to they live in Temple Terrace. How about if the buses pulled up to the Temple Terrace City Hall and 2,000 just shy of 3,000 people got off the bus and they're going to be trying to figure out where to go what to do in temple terrace then we have uh san antonio texas the bus rolled up in their town and they had to absorb about 2200 people and remember for most of these folks they're automatically going to be using resources for indigent people. Hopefully the churches are are kicking in because that's when they can be of a a great service. 2,200 there. And how about uh, Phoenix, Arizona? 1,200 were dropped off there. And in San Diego, 800 were dropped off there. I guarantee you that if Tampa, Plant City, Lakeland, St. Petersburg, Clearwater, all the towns and municipalities in Pinellas, Sarasota, Bradenton. I guarantee you that if buses were coming weekly and dropping off people that we know very little about who have no resources, and they are going to be on the streets defending themselves, do you think that uh, if you were living with that reality, you might be a little bit concerned for those who might have to be forced to um, maybe steal to eat? Where they might be sleeping. If And a lot of these folks, in their convoys that have come up from, you know, South Central America through my through um, um, Mexico to here, they're used to being outside sleeping wherever they can sleep. But yet, we don't have an emergency at the border. I mean, you had uh, what was it, Yuma, Arizona? They have they have declared a local state of emergency. Because they put their hands up and say, hey, we can't deal with the soaring levels of illegals who are, are now thrust upon us. So I want to tell you that some of these organizations are located in Southern California. But that and these convoys just, just don't come together from their own nucleus. You have subversive groups with a lot of money who are organizing, arranging, and continuing this flow to our border. And every day that we don't secure our border and start understanding who's coming in and who's not, we are mortgaging this country's future. It's a bad situation. So I ask you to just consider 1,400 illegals a day. And you pick your time period, 30 days, 15 days. Do the math at about 1,400 a day. This is a massive catch and release program. And these folks are told when to come back. Most of them, they just don't come back they disappear into the, into the populations of, of America. Got to pay attention. And we'll see how much that is an issue that's talked about by our liberal news outlets or not. As we talk about the candidates 2020. Well, I'm Bill Bunkley going to be heading over to AM 570 throughout West central Florida and plant city. Uh, Uh, 910 and 102.1 in Lakeland. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Come on over and spend your next hour
1: Saturday afternoons at 4. It's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs.
5: God allows that seed to grow. The
15: mustard seed is a seed and seeds are meant to grow. God begins with small things, but God's purpose is that whatever he starts small will end big.
1: Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTVN, online at
9: LetstalkFaith.com. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
15: News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Authorities in Sri Lanka have expanded the deployment of security forces in the aftermath of the Easter Sunday bombings of hotels and Christian churches.
10: Each day brings news
2: of fresh arrests, more security alerts, and continuing search operations across the country. About 7,000 members of the security forces are now deployed as the government tries to address the sense of insecurity here amid fears of further attacks. One of those detained is Mohammed Yusuf Ibrahim, a wealthy and well-known spice trader. Officials say two of his sons were amongst the suicide bombers. That's adding to questions about how this group of affluent, well-educated young men became radicalised.
15: BBC correspondent Jill MacGyvering reporting. Meanwhile, the death toll from the bombings has been revised downward to approximately 253. Officials did not immediately explain the discrepancy. A crowded Democratic field has gotten bigger with Joe Biden's entry into the 2020 presidential race. In a video message announcing his run, Biden went after President Trump on a variety
2: of fronts. The University of Virginia's Kyle Kondik says he's already separating himself from the field. You know, these presidential candidates think that Trump should be president. They don't like him. But I feel like they're also campaigning on sort of a more broader policy message. Biden's message is essentially, hey, we got to get this guy out of the White House. I'm the best guy to do it. But Kondik says it's more of a general election message. Biden's got to win a primary first. As he got off Amtrak in Delaware, reporters asked Biden if he's the best choice. That'll be for the (laughs) Democrats. Sagar Magani, Washington.
15: Federal prosecutors are seeking evidence from the University of Maryland medical system as they investigate Baltimore's embattled Mayor Catherine Pugh. Spokesman Michael Schwartzberg said in an emailed statement that the medical system received a grand jury witness subpoena Thursday seeking documents and information related to Mayor Pugh. Schwartzberg said the system is fully cooperating. On Wall Street, the down by 135 points. More at townhall.com.
4: Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies?
7: for your free quote call 800-607-3551 that's 800-607-3551 800-607-3551 or go to selectquote.com since 1985 we shop you save get full details
14: on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available
12: in all states
15: Walmart is experimenting with digitizing its physical stores to manage them more efficiently, keep costs under control, and make the shopping experience more pleasant. Mike Hanrahan, the CEO of Walmart's Intelligent Retail Lab, says the lab helps to tell when the store is low on items right away. We can know in real time when products need to be stacked on the shelves, for example. We know in real time how many facings a product has, meaning how many different times is the product repeated on the shelf, which is very important in terms of how products are marketed, how they're sold to the customer. He says the new technology can free up workers for other things. Our associates can spend much more time with our customers, and we have a store that uh, has much more information, which allows us to have this imagery in stock for the customer. So when the customer comes into the store, they see the products that they want on the shelves when they want them. Cameras can also determine how ripe bananas are from their color, and workers will get an alert on their phone if they need to be replaced. News and analysis available at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The Ukrainian parliament has adopted a new law which consolidates the use of Ukrainian as the country's only official language. This new law formally sets out a series of measures. Ukrainian must be used for signs, letters and in adverts. Local TV channels have been set a target of 90% Ukrainian language content. Many Ukrainians, like, for example, the incoming president, Vladimir Zelensky, are more comfortable speaking Russian Than Ukrainian. But the still continuing war with Russian-backed forces in eastern Ukraine has made choice of language a hot political issue. BBC correspondent Jonah Fisher reporting from Kiev. 3M plans to cut 2,000 jobs globally as part of restructuring efforts. The company says the move is expected to save about $225 million to $250 million a year. More on these stories at townhall.com.
0: the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
3: And we're back for hour number two. Bill Bunkley here. We're live on this Thursday afternoon. And as always, uh, we always like to give you our telephone number right off the bat if you want to be a participant in today's edition. That number is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, let me ask you a question. The pastor where you go to church, or reverend if that's what they refer to as, how willing is your pastor to talk about, preach about what the Bible has to say about human sexuality? Because... According to a new Gallup group, excuse me, it's not Gallup. We did the Gallup group a minute ago. uh, George Barna, the Barna group, talking about surveys that indicate that pastors are pressured on both sides of the issue to speak out and to remain silent. Steve Jordal with One News Now is reporting on this issue. And according to this Barna Group survey, 90% of Protestant pastors feel like a major part of their role is to help their congregants have biblical beliefs about specific social issues. Sam Rohrer of the American Pastors Network Well, he went down a little bit deeper into the survey's results and points out that, quote, the numbers drop dramatically from the standpoint of actually engaging on the issues that probably would be the leading issues of our culture, close quote. He cites as as an example, 44% of Christian clergy say that they feel limited limited because they are afraid that some in their congregation will take offense. And we're talking about a pastor's ability to talk about homosexuality from the pulpit. 37% in the survey talk about the pressure for them to talk about it. When it comes to abortion, 18% feel pressure to keep quiet, 17% to speak out. 12% of pastors felt pressure both for and against preaching about politics or political parties. Most of the issues that were in that report revolved around what God says about human sexuality, marriage, abortion, everything doing with life and or human sexuality. Those were the most difficult issues. Let's talk about that for a moment. Now you know, if you are looking for a church home, it's always very important, not even to just make assessments along denominational lines, but you really need to study a church's constitution and the individual church and or pastor's belief about Scripture. And I've often talked about cafeteria-style Christianity. And when I saw this report, I, I said to myself, well, look at this. A pastor is supposed to be the shepherd of the flock. A shepherd is supposed to look after the well-being of the entire flock. If one of the, if one of the sheep ends up in distress or danger, part of the shepherd's or the pastor's responsibility is to counsel And to restore that person to uh, what I would say to be good standing in the eyes of the Lord. And what that means is, is good standing in the eyes of Scripture. So let me ask you a question. Does your pastor or reverend, do they preach the whole counsel of God? Because I'm going to make a statement. If you, well, let me put it this way. I believe that if you are going to profess Jesus as the Christ, as your personal Savior, you have to buy into all of it, not just some of it. What I mean by that is, Take Thomas Jefferson, a lot has been written on both sides of his motivation and what it meant when he took a razor knife to a Bible and cut out certain verses, and they referred to that accurately as the Jefferson Bible. But I would hold out to you, I would be very, very cautious about doing something like that and... I would have said it to Thomas Jefferson if I knew him. Now, I must admit and confess that my exposure to Jesus Christ, my coming to him as my Lord and Savior, comes from a belief that we must study the whole counsel of God. And what that means is, from Genesis to Revelation, all of the biblical principles... And their implications. I would be, I would really be asking the Lord for guidance if you go to a congregation and certain biblical principles are either ignored or they are taken out of context. Or they are used to absolutely promote or dismiss something that clearly is not in the will of God. And so when you have a pastor who ends up being too careful about turning off some members of the congregation, I would say that they're all going to be sensitive about their, hopefully, Holy Spirit-led comments about clarifying and expounding on a particular scripture. I mean, that's natural. But I want to say that if if you're a pastor who doesn't preach on certain topics, it could be abortion, could be homosexuality, could be on uh, tithing, finances, et cetera, et cetera I, Then I would say you you are not you are not the shepherd leading your flock. And you're not doing what I believe God called you to do, and that is to preach the whole counsel of God. Now, let me just tell you, there are things in Scripture that I find tough, that I find not just controversial, in, in, in my life, but just um, just tough things to, to know that I'm not to decide what is or isn't part of God's word. It's already presented to me. My job under grace, led by the Holy Spirit, is to conform myself as much as I can to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And by the way, that is just not the New Testament because all of the Old Testament speaks looking forward to the Messiah. And the New Testament spoke to the arrival of that Messiah, which is Jesus Christ. And I want to say that when we start picking and choosing the scripture that we want to adhere to, if we want to take a Bible, take scissors or a straight edge. And let's say that we don't agree with what the Bible says about homosexuality. So we take out all those scriptures. We don't agree with what the Bible says about the importance of life, about standing up for those who can't stand up for themselves in the topic of abortion, so we take all of those out. And if we don't believe in the tithe, then we cut those out. And you can go on and on and on, and you can end up with your own Bible. Well, the the truth of the matter is, you don't have to go to that extreme to, to be guilty of the same aspects. Because I believe that if you are not constantly in this mode of sanctification throughout our earthly life, preparing us to the moment we die, absent with the body, present with the Lord, and then to live with him forever. Well, if the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and those that God selected to work through as the contributors to the Old and New Testament. Have you ever stopped to think that this is God's inspired word? And if you are planning to go to heaven, that if you are saved, and by grace you may have some of these ideas or prejudices about some of the principles of the word of God, but I guarantee you that uh, if you're saved and you go to heaven, you're going to be in a, in a heaven that the philosophy of heaven is going to be exactly what you see in those 66 books. And you're not going to you know, live in a world where it's the world according to, say, Bill Bunkley and not the world according to the Lord Jesus, his Father, and the Holy Spirit, the Godhead. And I would say to pastors, and by the way, you can join the conversation at 877 943 9673. That's 877 943 9673. My advice to pastors is this as you lead your flock as a shepherd, as you, as you help them to understand the scripture, I think it's helpful to remind the congregation on a regular basis holding up your bible and saying this is the inspired word of god this entire book we have come to know is the inspired word of god and as your pastor i'm going to be sharing week to week the whole counsel of god and remember that if you have if you the congregation have any qualms about what I'm going to preach, I'm going to preach it exactly with the intent and implications as the Word of God lays before us. And if you don't agree with something that I preach that can be determined to be from the Word of God, then I would say, hey, don't shoot the messenger. I, your pastor, am the messenger. I am delivering the word of God. If if you don't agree with something, take it up with God the Father, His Son Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Take it up with them, not with me. And I know that sometimes I'll be preaching and certain certain por- portion of the congregation may feel uncomfortable and I may preach on something else, and another portion of the congregation will be uncomfortable. But I, I am calling you to, to understand that we here are going to preach the whole counsel of God. And if you truly trust God and leave the results to Him, Pastor, you're not going to uh, go out of your way to offend someone. But if someone is offended, that something is clearly a principle of the Lord. That's between them and their Lord. And rather than avoiding some of those topics, Pastor, I will say, I think you potentially cause greater damage and sometimes a deception if your flock is not exposed to the entire Word of God. Because you have conservative congregations and you have liberal congregations and you have some that call themselves Christians, but... When you look at their doctrinal positions, it's kind of hard to, um, you know, equate the two. But again, that's between God and individuals, not between you, the pastor. And so hopefully as you pray through it and uh, ask the Lord to give you wisdom to preach the whole counsel of God, that's what we need to hear in today's pleasure-saturated world. People need to hear the truth. Now, whether they subscribe to the truth or not, that's a personal decision. But, Pastor, you have such an elevated, high, important, strategic position as a shepherd of the flock. You've got to be honest and square with that whole congregation. All right, we've got a caller waiting. I'm going to take a break first, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. We'll take your calls. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
11: You.
5: Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. 3,
1: Pastors and counselors, there are people in your pews struggling with same-sex attraction. Learn new ways to reach out and care for them more effectively at New Hearts Outreach 11th Annual Pastors and Counselors Luncheon, Thursday, May 9th at South Tampa Fellowship. Join Deborah Barr, author of All Things New, as she shares her story. New Hearts Outreach Pastors and Counselors Luncheon is free and open to all. Register at NHOTampa.org. That's NHOTampa.org
4: sacrifice when you have children sacrifice just comes with the territory you sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove you sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip you sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest christian schools in tampa bay by half that's right When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are... There's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. There are 2,352 hours between Memorial Day and Labor Day. That's a lot of summer. So before your kids say, I'm bored... Get a free downloadable PDF of Wooten's Wacky Word Games and Activities from Focus on the Family for hours of fun. All based on the Adventures in Odyssey audio dramas. Even mom and dad will enjoy them. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword adventure for a chance to win.
1: Well, paint me red all over and send me to a four-alarm fire sirens blazing.
4: <laughs> You'll also be entered for a chance to win the Adventures and Odyssey Summer Family Getaway in Colorado Springs. Airfare, hotel, and transportation included.
6: This is so exciting. Oh.
4: It sure is. Free word games and activities and a chance to win a family vacation in Colorado
7: Springs. Don't miss your chance to win the Adventures and Odyssey Summer Family Getaway. Sign up to win today at LetstalkFaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com
1: who do you work for weekday afternoons at three join jim and martha brangenberg for i work for him who do you really work for is it your clients your boss your
4: family your car payment yourself or your lord this isn't a trick question there is a right answer
1: you're either all in or all out are you for him i am in fact i work for him i work for jesus christ i work for him weekdays at 3 p.m on faith talk a.m 570 a.m 910 and fm 102.1
3: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. We're live this afternoon on the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We've got Dave on the line. We'll get to Dave in just a moment uh, from Lithia. But, ladies, let me ask you a question. Have you had a chance to tune in to the new TV show, Better Together? Now, I want to tell you, why do life alone when you can get together and do it together with other ladies And that's what Better Together is all about. Now, it is TBN's first daily original program. It airs at 1.30 in the afternoon uh, here in the East. This is a show that is a a woman to woman show. And it encourages women in a way that shows like The View. Well, they don't and they never will. It's a spirit-filled conversation that tackles a variety of topics. And uh, they're all topics that are relevant in today. And no topic is off limit, off the limits, I should say. And, um, you know, when real friends get together and get real for each other, that's when you have real conversations. And um, each of the panel of women leaders and the topics of discussion change, and uh, we want you to take it out for a test drive. Now, this week, uh, today, on today's episode, uh, the topic was When Friends Turn Toxic. What do you do when toxic behavior tries to destroy your friendship? Now, that was today's episode of Better Together. Now, tomorrow at 1.30, uh, again, host Laurie Crouch is going to be dealing with growing with friends. And, you know, true friends encourage us to, well, level up. It's a woman-to-women show. And, by the way, you can go to bettertogether.tv, bettertogether.tv, that's the website, We have three ways for you to listen. One is to, well, listen live at 1.30 on TBN and uh, watch live or set your DVR. The second is you can download the TBN app and you can watch it there. Or you can also go and uh, register, ladies, with BetterTogether.tv. Again, that's BetterTogether.tv. Register, and then you can watch episodes at any time. So, again, if you want to register to uh, go back and see today's show, which was When Friends Turn Toxic, and, of course, uh, either sign up or set your DVR or watch live tomorrow, Growing With Friends. And, uh, ladies, we want you to be a part of this exciting new opportunity to share. 877-943-9673, we are talking about a new Barna Group survey Pastors feeling the pressure either to be silent or to speak out on various issues, or as I would say, just tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Dave in Lithia, good to have you on the program today.
16: Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. I'm listening to everything you've been saying, and uh, honestly, I'm I'm pretty much in in agreement with all of it. Um, I think an equally disturbing trend besides the ratio of, of potentially objectionable topics you know decreasing is it does seem like when when pastors do tackle the things that are tougher today than they were say 30 40 years ago that they almost start out with a kind of a, apologetic tone in their voice or or a uh, you know uh, almost like they've got a priest you know uh Present their material with a with first with a disclaimer like you know I'm um, and it does they don't say this but it sounds like I'm sorry God feels this way but here's the deal and then they begin. Um, it, it I, never, I, I
3: I totally agree.
16: Oh man, good because for a while there I was thinking you know maybe I'm just you know getting a little negative or something in the view here and you know but man it seems to be a trend.
3: Well, think this, Dave. Think about this. You go back 20 or 30 years before the quote-unquote sexual revolution, because we've got that area, we've got politics and other things, but you go back to prior to the 60s and the sexual revolution, you know, premarital sex, sex outside of marriage, all of that stuff, adultery, that that was, was still being preached. And because that was still being preached, you had a whole different set of social norms in the American society. Now, if you think about the fact of, and you're right, that since the 60s, 70s, whatnot, in the sexual revolution, and now we are in 2019, this culture has embarked on so many um, pleasure-filling activities. Uh, and, and there's a new one that uh, comes out, it seems like, uh, a new one every month. Now, why do you think that's got more of a proliferation? I would, I would say and suggest is since these topics have not been preached on and the truth of the scriptures have not been uh, re-edified uh, to the flock, that's why we're seeing what we're seeing today, and and as pastors continue to be mums the word on some of these issues, then the 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 congregation's deduction is, well, we don't hear this priest a lot, so I guess we just go out and do what, what we want to do, and it, it doesn't matter. And I think that speaks to what you're talking about.
16: Well, I I certainly agree that that de-emphasis can't help but have an effect. That silence, um, and and the way it plays out as well is, uh, well, the popular culture is telling me that it's okay as long as we love each other. And, you know, and then who's going to talk against love? But, you know, the, to, the hard thing to love and tell the truth, that, the, that you're telling the truth should come from love, doesn't mean you, it's any less the truth of God and that that truth is what saves us, in, in, you know, and the grace of Christ. And I just, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to get people to understand, man, I am not condemning you. Paul said, that's not my job. My job is not to condemn those outside. He said, but those in the church, you know, we're supposed to say this is right and this is wrong. And, you know, you can be wrong. God will forgive you. Try, you know, c- come back to him. But but I'm not going to tell you what you're doing is okay.
3: Well, first, yes, and first of all, to your your first comment, you know, God doesn't need anybody apologizing for Him, pastor, layperson, etc. Now, having said that, um, and, and one should not ever come across that. Hey, you know what? I don't know if God got this right. I'm kind of apologizing, but you know, we have to discuss it and preach on it. Um, that that's just weak and totally just. That's just weak and unacceptable. However, I don't have a problem. Uh, with a pastor who on a regular basis says, hey, now we're going to go to such and such scripture. And, uh, you know, just want to remind you that, uh, you know, here at our church, we preach on the whole counsel of God. And uh, I'm going to be laying the truth out to you. And it's between you and the Lord and the Holy Spirit and your conscience, how you receive that and how you react. But uh, just remember that I am preaching out of the Word of God. And if you have and take issue with this, you know what? Don't take issue with me as your pastor. Take issue to God. And uh, that's part of the sanctification process. That's part of growing. And so with that, but I think if, if a pastor on a regular basis levels with that and is very quick in counseling, whether it's someone that's, uh, you know, dealing with a, a homosexual question, someone who is dealing with uh, political parties, and especially someone that says, you know, there should be this separation of church and state. Well, well, let me tell you, you know, there are clear-cut examples of the God, the Spirit of God, Jesus, interacting and, and taking positions with Rome and with the Sanhedrin, et cetera. Et cetera. But I think that the, the pastor just needs to level and say, hey, we're going to preach the whole truth here. If you, if you have a question on whether I have interpreted the truth right or not, those questions have been happening for 2,000 plus years. But I, I think rather than to see these dismal statistics, hey, we're supposed to be uh, salt and light. If we um, are not being led from our pastors to understand what the truth is in the context of salt and life, And therefore, not anywhere near equipped to share uh, through the priesthood of believers as we go about our day. And by the way, the whole key here is in love. We're not talking about, like you said, we're not a big judgment hammering people with our Bibles. But the idea is they are going to be judged. They're not going to be judged by you and I, but God will judge whether they have uh, have asked for and received a, 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 a. a legitimate uh, relationship with him that will take them to heaven. But we all know that uh, we're going to be judged by what we've done in this life. And for those of us as Christians, we're, we're only going to make it because we're sinful, but we've given our life to Christ and it's his blood that, that covers us. So I think that uh, if you just preach openly and honestly uh, the word of God, There's no doubt that God's going to protect you. No doubt that even if you lose half your congregation, that that doesn't matter. It matters that you please the Lord and you rightly divide the truth. And so I think, Dave, that if we really want to see, you know, um, an opportunity for there to be revival in this country, to some degrees, I think it has to start with uh, those who hold themselves out as pastors and reverends, and those who are going to rightly divide the truth. But, but Dave, you are right. Uh, either you don't hear a lot of this preached, and when you do, it comes with a lot of apolog- apologetics. With which, if you're going to doubt God in one area, boy, and if you're the leadership of a congregation, then you 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 end up giving them opportunity to doubt other areas of Scripture. And I think, Dave, that just leads to a domino's effect.
16: Well, I, I, I absolutely agree, uh, Bill, uh, without sounding, you know, sycophantic here, but uh, the, uh, I think this also equates to when in public you, you hear those leading prayer and they uh, rather than risk offending people with the name of Jesus, they just end in amen. Um, it's that same kind of thinking that somehow offending people is a worse sin than, than just, you know, letting the truth do what it's supposed to do.
3: Well, I don't accept any invitation to go anywhere where someone tells me I cannot pray in the name of Jesus. However, all the work that I do in government and around those areas where it's a very sensitive topic, if I know that I am praying, to, uh, praying uh, before a mixed crowd, uh, I'm just giving this only because it came to mind, I always end the prayer by saying something, and uh, Lord Jesus, I... Uh, I pray this in your name, because in accustomed to my faith, that is how uh, I have been instructed to pray this prayer. And so I do pray again in Jesus' name, amen. I give a little one or two quick lines of the fact that I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm not trying to force Jesus down anybody's throat, because he never forced himself down anybody's throat. But do know that I'm not going to violate how I've been taught to pray, and it's clearly that we've been taught to pray in Jesus' name. And um, so, yeah, I think you're right on.
16: Hey, thanks, Bill. Listen, I really appreciate what you do, brother.
3: All right, Dave, drive carefully and look forward to our next conversation. Thank you. God bless you, my friend. All right, let's take a break. Uh, 877-943-9673. Let's uh, get an uh, opportunity to hear from uh, SRN News. And phone lines are open eight seven seven nine four three
4: nine six seven three. I'll be right back.
15: This
0: is the latest from SRN News.
15: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Bernie Sanders' campaign is raising money off Joe Biden's announcement that he's entering the 2020 Democratic presidential race. In an email with the subject line Joe Biden, Sanders' campaign manager, Faiz Shakir, called Thursday, quote, an important moment to show that we are the ones who can beat Trump and transform this country, unquote. Shakir says that while there are many candidates running for president, quote, there is only one Bernie Sanders, unquote. Sri Lanka authorities say the death toll from the Easter Sunday suicide attacks is lower than previously stated and now stands at approximately 253. Top health ministry official Dr. Anil Gazinga said in a statement late Thursday that the explosions had damaged some bodies beyond recognition. On Wall Street, the Dow on by 135 points, but the Nasdaq rose 17. This is SRNU.
10: Happy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, where
13: have you been? If you snore, the first time you use Mute can be quite an experience. <laughs> I can breathe. I can breathe. Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. <laughs> Thanks to Mute, you get all the air you need through your nose and not your mouth, which means less snoring and more chance of sleep.
10: Oh, that's the best night I've had in years. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To find your local store or for more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Now playing Breakthrough starring
2: Chrissy Metz. Boys! Get off the ice! He's been underwater for 15 minutes. The odds were against her son. He's had no pulse for over an hour. Until his mother's prayer. Please send her
4: Holy Spirit to save my son.
2: Proved the impossible.
4: We've got a pulse!
2: Now. I don't believe John will survive the night. Discover the incredible true story.
5: You don't know my son.
2: Of an extraordinary miracle. He
5: is a fighter.
2: Breakthrough. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. For tickets, go to breakthroughmovie.com.
13: Hi, this is Carrie. I'm so excited for May 5th. Why? Because it's Compassion Sunday. My family sponsored a child a couple of years ago on Compassion Sunday at our church, and it's been the best thing we have ever experienced. And I'm excited because I want you to have that same experience. Would you join us? Just go to Compassion.com slash Sunday to find a church near you that's hosting Compassion Sunday. That's Compassion.com slash Sunday.
12: This is Dennis Prager. I want to invite
6: you to join me for a travel opportunity that may be the highlight of your year, maybe even one of the highlights of your life. I'm headed back to Israel in December 2019 for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel. This is your opportunity.
2: Click
7: Stand With Israel at Let'sTalkFaith.com.
2: Don't let debt keep you down.
3: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. We're live. Phone lines are open. 877-943-9673. Hey, I want to remind you again this afternoon that uh, you have got to get out and see the movie Breakthrough. Uh, It is uh, just an absolutely uh, well-done movie. And it is a a testament to uh, a praying mother, a praying community never giving up hope and seeing their son who was not breathing for an entire hour is able to come back to life. And uh, after that hour, when Joy Smith, his mom got to the, got to the hospital, and I want to tell you, it is a testament to having faith when everybody, when everything tells you that you're beyond faith and you're just going to accept reality. And it's very moving on several fronts, even as we've all been in those situations where someone may have had a uh, a very critical accident or a, a very um, difficult stroke or heart attack and that uh people will come and visit and they'll pray but uh Joy smith you know uh, people would come to the hospital and they she would hear some of the friends in the back saying well we, we got to go and you know he, he's not going to make it and da 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 and these were some of the folks from the church and the community so this film deals with A lot of things, a lot of different levels. And, of course, the big miracle is this lad who nothing that medicine either has documented or points through can ever equal what happened to this young lad. uh, As opposed to being under the ice, he fell through the ice uh, January 2015 on Martin Luther King Day with two of his buddies. The two buddies were able to get out, and um, one of his buddies in trying to get out actually kicked um, the young lad uh, in the head, and he ended up passing out. fire department came, and uh, two firefighters were trying to find him through the ice with the grappling hooks, and uh, one of the firefighters heard something, and I'm not going to give up the, the plot or the story, But I want to tell you that uh, especially if you've got some challenges in your life and you think the odds are pretty slim that uh, it's going to be turning out favorable, get out today, tomorrow, this weekend, and take in a viewing of Breakthrough because it's going to be an encouragement to you and a reminder that God can do whatever he wants to do, and we can't limit God from what we know from a human point of view all the science all the the medical discoveries all of what we deal with today all of that is limited because god can intercept and uh, interject himself in, in so many situations and then that's when you see sometimes the miracle of miracles unfold so i wholeheartedly urge for you to get out and to see breakthrough it's, uh, it's one of my favorite movies already this year. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, I wanted to give you a positive story about Chick-fil-A. Normally, when I'm sharing about Chick-fil-A, I'm sharing about how uh, this secular world, this secular government, the secular airport governing bodies, have um, um, come against Chick-fil-A with uh, just the absolute uh, rawest of uh, discrimination. But uh, there's a a state that I'm particularly close with, and I'm so proud of what this state is doing in terms of Chick-fil-A. Well, that particular state is the Big Sky State. It's the state of Montana, and it uh, doesn't surprise me that they would do the right thing in this particular case. Now, we do have uh, two very, we, we got one very liberal city, and that's Missoula, Montana, and that happens to be where my mother was uh, born and raised, and in and around the Missoula areas where my family is today, uh, but uh, they have the uh, University of Montana there that is known as the as the Berkeley of the Rockies or the Berkeley of the West. And, uh, yep, they are pretty, pretty left-wing liberal. But uh, I'm proud of Montana, and uh, Benjamin Gill, reporting for CBN News, the Attorney General of Montana has invited, let me repeat, invited Chick-fil-A to open more restaurants in his state after two other states have taken actions to block the food chain over its bibl- biblical values. With Chick fil A under fire, Montana Republican Tim Fox wrote, quote, Politicians in some states may think it's okay to discriminate against others based on their religious views. That's not how we do things in Montana, close quote. Chick fil A currently has only one restaurant in Montana. Now, Fox is going to be running for governor next year. His comments came after the City Council of San Antonio, Texas, voted late last week against reconsidering its decision to block the restaurant from its contract at the city's airport. And most recently, Chick-fil-A came under fire for making charitable donations to organizations with Christian beliefs. Are you ready for this? Like the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army or the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Liberals claim that's proof that Chick-fil-A is anti-gay, even though none of those organizations is anti-gay. While some have questioned the motives behind our donations, we want to take a moment to reiterate the mission and focus of Chick-fil-A Foundation, which has always been and always will be, to to donate to programs that support a diverse array of youth and educational programs nationwide. The 140,000 people who serve customers on a daily basis represent and embrace all people, regardless of their race, their gender, their ethnicity, their sexual orientation, or gender identity. Meanwhile, First Liberty is investigating the San Antonio's original decision and whether it violates the freedom of religion. First, Liberty attorney Keisha Russell is working the case, and uh, we are excited. And uh, i tell you what, Chick-fil-A could probably open up uh, one up near Glacier National Park. They could open up one uh, in Bozeman. They could open up one in Butte. Uh, They could probably open up one... The northern entrance to Yellowstone Park, and so um, I'll tell you what, um, Montana is a smart state. And the other evidence I want to give you is, um, excuse me, had to take a little water there. The other evidence I want to give you is, have you ever noticed the lines at a Chick fil A at lunchtime? That's at lunchtime. Have you ever driven by a Chick-fil-A between 7.30 and 8.30 on a Wednesday night? Check out the lines. And, of course, that's because a lot of folks, after their midweek service, are dropping into Chick-fil-A. And look at the overall acceptance of Chick-fil-A in the general community. Now, I'm sure there are some very left-leaning cities that, wouldn't go that route, but I tell you what, for for most of what I call, you know, regular old middle America, they could care less about what liberal politicians have to say about Chick-fil-A, they could care less about the criticism coming in from the left, about them being a company built on biblical values, so I'm here to tell you, eat more chicken, And take your friends to eat more chicken. Well, coming up in just a few moments, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, is going to be sharing on today's edition of Living Truth. And today's topic is part one of Sonship, Discipleship, and Friendship. So stay tuned, and um, he's up next. Well, until tomorrow at 4, look forward to being with you again. I'm Bill Bunkley. Been a pleasure to spend my afternoon with you. Hope you feel the same. Till tomorrow, God bless and good evening.